By pressing play, you've been transported to a dimension where there would be no apologies given for the abstract and asinine comments made here by the host and their guests. With that being said, thank you for listening and enjoy your experience. We wax on. We wax off. Are you ready? For episode 43 of the most ridiculously random pop culture podcast in the 719. Yo, Yo where, where the, the captions, captions at? at? Yo, where the captions at? I said, yo, where the captions at? Yeah, because only in the strong know where the captions at. And Banzai! Where the captions at? Ay! <laughs> yes, guys, welcome back to another episode of this show, this podcast, this movement. As always, I'm your host, Kels for Show, a.k.a. Mr. Chiyagi. Join with me always is my bro host. The one and only Roscoe Tenkoya, a.k.a. Roscoe LaRusso. And join us always, the man behind the scene, the, the practitioner of the technique of technology, the one, the only, Daniel Rojas, Rojas. a.k.a. Chopper. <laughs> yeah, baby. I does not forget. I does not I forget. Told you, I told you that was going to be a thing. <laughs> Don't call me Chopper. Can I call you El Chapaloso? El Chapaloso? No. El Chapichop? You can call me El Chapo. No. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, joining us today, um, always a friend, always family, and a guest whenever you would like to be. The one, the only. I'm letting him introduce himself. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Joe. Two weeks in a row. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Word. And I would love it if I if the fans would let us know they love it by replying to these, by commenting under these episodes when they come up on YouTube or Facebook. Like, engagement is the key to success. And, yeah, tell us what you think. If you ever want to hear us geek out about something, if you're familiar with the setup, uh, and the structure of the show. I'm not saying we will, but we can get to it eventually because we like to go off the seat of our pants. We like to just to spring up with topics sometimes because we we like to have a structure. We like to be prepared, but sometimes that does not happen. So if we always have a backup, then we never um, fall on our faces. True that, true that. So with that being said, um, how was you guys' week weekends? Real quick, if you want to. Just... Really good. Good. It was a lot of fun. Oh man, right. it's, it's a good session. SSDD. Crazy things happen. What does SSDD stand for? I was going to ask, but then I was like, I don't want to know, but since Daniel asked. Same shit, different day. Oh. Yeah. Nigga, I learned that from fucking. Nigga, that's how long I haven't heard that shit. I was like, oh, what's old is new again. It always comes back around, shit, baby. What, uh, what was that bullshit movie again with the. Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher, yeah, with Duddix. Stephen King will put oh, a mentally man. challenged individual in the book. Yeah, I wasn't going to say a certain when word. They first, hey, that's when I first heard SSDD. But I'm saying, if you got an R card, shit, that's yours, baby. Play it where you can. <laughs> man, that was the that was the one with the... the Morgan Freeman was in that yeah, shit, too. With the, with the alien red moss stuff. Yeah, that's when they found out that the alien, but it was technically oh, an alien abduction shit with between kids that happened when they were adults. Exactly. But. And then the friend that was mentally challenged was actually the alien savior the whole time. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman was working for the government. Instead of being a magical Negro, he was the evil Negro the that America is so afraid time. of. Oh my God. Look, you might do bad stuff. That's <laughs> stupid. Hey, they teach me what they teach me. That is true. Anywho, yo, what's poppin'? 
Well, besides what happened on Tuesday. We won't get onto that here. <laughs> Did but y'all hear about what happened on Wednesday in Philly? No, we're not because we're I mean, not going, Pennsylvania. No, we're not because we're not talking about that here because yo was popping about things that are going on in pop culture. If you want to hear <laughs> our takes on real world events, make sure you subscribe to Kelsey Show YouTube page because I will be putting up my black ass thoughts about certain topics um, that maybe not that may or not, may or not less fall in line with what we like to represent on the network. So if you want to hear me and Ross's black ass thoughts on certain Kelsey's black ass thoughts, Roscoe's rant. No, 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 no. Because you're gonna be on my black ass thought, nigga. That's why I say that shit. Yes. So if you want to hear that shit, go to my YouTube when I announce it on Facebook and on Instagram, Snapchat, and put up a link. Hopefully, it goes up this week. Nah, fuck that shit. It's gonna go up by the time you listen to this. Go to the YouTube and listen to shit. I got two in the pipe right now. I don't know which one's going up first, but you're going to hear me say some shit. If you already know me, you're going to be like, or if you don't, you're going to be like, ooh, 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 yeah. And that's all I want, everybody. But yeah, so let's talk about what's popping in pop culture, Ross, real quick, so we can get to the brunt of the show. Quick little wrestling headlines. Um, I did forget, but last weekend was, uh, not this current last weekend, but the weekend before last, was Wrestle Kingdom, so... uh Night one, Kota Ibushi has finally did what he did, which is uh, become a top star and beat NATO for both the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Champions. Night two, he defended it against Jay White and successfully defended it. So that's one of the best things heard, as well as uh, Naito versus Kota was supposedly already top tier contender for match of the year. Mm. As well as over... On AEW, another contender match for the year, Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix for the AEW Championship. But besides that, the bigger news is the Biz Clips. For those that don't know about it, it's the Bullet Club. Most of the original members have now reunited at the end of AEW. For those that don't know, most of the original members is Kenny Omega. The Young Bucks and uh, the Good Brothers, currently known as Carl Anderson and uh, and Luke Gallows, they both from Impact, so this is their first Impact debut on TNT as well as AEW. So uh, we're having big things happening with this cross promotion shit. Past that, nothing really too big happening in WWE. Cool shit. All right. <laughs> Sometimes you get what you wish for. Any video or anything you want to touch upon real quick? Uh, Any news? Supposedly there's leaks information about the multiplayer for Cyberpunk, but I ain't listened to about that. (laughs) Oh, word. You talking about that third-person patch they tried to put through, too? Oh, I ain't. Mm, Third-person, like, third-party. No, third-person. Meaning, so so instead of going from... You're only... It's only a first-person. Oh! Oh, okay. Word. And, uh... If you find the videos, it is glitchy as shit. Mm. Glitchy, glitchy shit. Oh. How they going? Mm. Well, we still got technically one more month before all the the so-called patch uh, to make the Xbox and PlayStation 4 more compatible and smooth. So, oh, I got my refund shit. already. I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna Ooh, buy. It. I'm not gonna buy it again till it's Game of the Year edition. Mm. I'm waiting. Hey, that sound yeah. investing. I'll just you know. I, I I went through. I played. As soon as we talked about it the last time, 
the next 20 minutes I started playing, it crashed three times. Ew. So um, I and then I read that I read that article where they'll give you your money back if you request it, and I did. Speaking of games, how often do you play your Switch still? Probably once a week. What game? Oh, Pokemon for sure. <laughs> sword or was it Shield? Uh, I have Sword. Where are you like? You can I'm, look at mine right now. This shit dusted in Betty Watch. Uh, right I might now. actually reopen <laughs> the <laughs> Switch because no, I, you can. I'm saying you I can. just got I'm the saying. email from I don't know who said. Thank you, whoever it is, but I just got the email saying that I'm on somebody's family membership online on the Switch. No, like, you you do that shit. Like, I'm saying, like, I'm just, I'll be looking at it like, it's nothing on there for me, but at the same time, I'm looking forward to a new game to make me reinvest and put in putting time to it. Or I'm looking forward to another lockdown lockdown. Yes, I said that shit. It's That's the only time I ever had actual time to dedicate to a video game. Was during this pandemic uh, oh, quarantine yeah, last that's the summer. the only time you beat Kakarot. Yeah, Kakarot. That's what I was playing, nigga. That's what I was like a gamer, quote unquote, in the sense of like, yo, I ain't gotta do shit. Kakarot put on some eighties music, some, some midnight, some well, motherfucking gun shit. Fucking play Kakarot, fish all day, fly around, beat up droids. But um, word going to other news. Uh, Daniel's favorite director. <laughs> Let the people know who that is, Daniel. Um. And be nice, please. I'm looking for just a name. Zack Snyder. He wants to direct Marvel's MCU Daredevil movie. No. And I'm like, yes. Yes. Because unlike DC, Marvel be like, cool, do all this. I and Zack Snyder know how to shoot dark action. Daredevil is dark action. If he doesn't have too much, yeah, he doesn't have too much influence over the script. I will be all for it. And also, it gives him the credibility if he succeeds to be like, it wasn't all me for Justice League. And to be but honest. Also, if he does shit the bad like Marvel will be like, never again. And to be honest, Zack <laughs> Snyder's aesthetics really does work better for Marvel movies compared to the DC movies. Yeah, and there that was. Yeah. I don't mean to speak your piece, Danny. I'm not trying to cut you off. But let me say something real quick, though. And, um,. Zack Snyder's um, shit is being dark and gritty. Daredevil is dark and gritty, and they are going to give us, like they said, they're going to give us the R-rated Daredevil. I mean, R-rated Deadpool. Zack Snyder might be able to do an R-rated Daredevil. Now, say what you got to say, my brother. My wolf. (laughs) Thanks, Prince. Um, No. Uh, No. No. Too dark and too gritty would ruin the aesthetic of the Marvel Universe. You do dark and gritty, but with Zack Snyder, he has a way of being too over the top with the dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. You can do it in a way that still shows the light, but when you take a franchise like Justice League and make them so dark, when they're supposed to be more fun and action-packed, it ruins it. It makes it into something different. You can find a different director who can do dark and gritty, but keep a sense of um, the unknown. Keep a sense of weirdness and especially with the mystical nature of the hand you got you, you bring in someone with a better vision someone who can do it right okay so my rebuke to that <clears throat> so that punch. means their um deadpool will be bright and gritty yes because he can't because it's a comic book mm-hmm. oh no i respect where you come from so that also brings up the question too like how will they handle blade because blade is dark and gritty and blade we know for a fact is coming what if Zack snyder gets blade 
Mm. But I think because I Disney, wait, 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 wait. Me too, but I'm saying, but Disney is trying to be woke, so I'm assuming they're going to get somebody black to direct mm. it. But low Jordan. key. <laughs> nah, maybe if they maybe they gave Jordan Peele like a cloak and dagger movie. I would like him as a cloak and dagger. But also. I would rather have Zack Snyder do a blade than somebody that hasn't had experience with movies just because they are a person of color. I would rather have uh, Guillermo Not, del Toro do blade. Um, but yeah, like that would be interesting to see him come on because I would like and person um, Guillermo del Toro is. A person of color too, mm-hmm. so now I'm thinking about. I wonder why they haven't brought him in. But also, I know he has his own unique viewpoint and story um, storytelling technique. So maybe that might be a clash with them too. Because we know how Marvel uh, Fat Feige likes to be. No, nah, no, nah, this, this, this. That's why he fell out with Edgar Wright and Ant Man. Because Edgar, they're like, no, nah, this is what I want. But then Feige and Marvel's like, no, no, no. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that, but Marvel has a way of, uh, especially in their earlier days, messing up their, uh, their their directors. Yeah, look at the way that they really cornered uh, Joss Whedon. Exactly, like with Ultron, because they wanted so much pumped into that, and even the same thing with um Favreau with um Iron Man two, which people at the time criticized Iron Man two for being the worst movie, but then <laughs> you got to throw a rat in the rock, and, but it's like yo. They made him put in a lot of elements he wasn't ready to put in because they had a fast paced Avengers shit. So, oh, we need a reason to have this happen. Scarlet Witch, not Scarlet Witch, but um, Black Widow and Nick Fury's back and Coulson and the shield. Like, woo! Then at the end, Thor. Yeah, it's all happening. But we'll see what happens with that. Uh, speaking of Marvel, um, by the time you're watching this, WandaVision should be out. The first two episodes are coming out on the 15th. Um, and before that, make sure you watch Marvel Legends. They're one about one and the vision. They're seven-minute episodes each, if you want to call them episodes, on Disney+. Plus. Basically, giving a recap of the story arc that leads up to the TV series. And also, Loki Season 2 is already in the works without the first one even debuting. So, that's just let me know they have faith in it. And they also have an idea... Of what's to come next for the character. And hopefully that's a tie-in to Thor 4, Love and Thunder. If not, hopefully it ties in more to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness as well. Because I'm not a Loki fan, but I fucks with Loki in the movies. Like, his character in the comic books, it is what it is. He never had a presence to me. He's like, yeah, that's who Thor beef with. His adopted brother, that's his brother, but not his brother, but... Tom Hiddleston has definitely put a personality to the character, just like Robert Downey Jr. put a uh, personality to, to Iron Man, because before the movies, Iron Man was just a dude. Yeah, he had a cartoon, but if he wasn't a 90s kid, you didn't, even, you wasn't even aware of it. But even then, he was just there. But now every iteration of Iron Man post-Robert is basically Robert Downey Jr. in a suit. So that's why I respect about certain characters in the MCU, because you make me care about characters a lot, like I said before. Scott Lane is Paul Rudd. Before that, fucking Ant-Man. <laughs> Just period. Like, but now you made me care about Ant-Man. That's why one of my issues with Captain Marvel, like I have no problem with Brie Larson, but they didn't give her own personality that stands alone. That she doesn't stand alone on her own leg. So I'd be like, all right, cool. That's who Captain Marvel is. I felt with that. And like, nah, that's Brie Larson reading lines in a movie with Nick Fury and Agent Coulson. But anywho... 
And a little bit, a last bit of comic book news. The supposed Green Arrow and Canary series on the CW has been canceled. That shit ain't happening. It seems like they coming back on a lot of CW shows. And low-key, I understand because everything ends sometimes. And they were oversaturating the market, you could say. Don't get me wrong, I'm going to watch whatever they put out. But once you have HBO, HBO Max with Doom Patrol, Titan, Stargirl... Swamp Thing, possibly Maya coming back. Other shows you may not necessarily need. And we didn't really need that Green Arrow spin-off series when you always could bring them into Legends Tomorrow or something like that. I think the Arrowverse is on its way out. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely, especially with Supergirl getting canceled after this season, Black Lightning in it. They bring in this um, Lois and Lois, or Superman, and Superman Lois. Man and Lois, which I'm very interested in because... I thought Jonathan Kent, his son, was going to be a kid. Nah, he like 16. Oh, they giving him the full grown Like, he's a kid, teenager, he teenager. Super, on his way to being he's Superboy. Super I like, was so, ready to see Now, if they going to give us, like, Superman and Superboy, son, teaming up to fight Oh, shit. if they call it father and son, and we get it before the comic books hit? Oh, I'm and ready that means for if it. Because I, I still need to watch the last, like, seven episodes of everything else post-Crisis on uh, Infinite Crisis on the Arrowverse. But if they give us that and keep Lex as Lex and Supergirl... And have them interacting with each other. Jonathan Cryer. Yeah, Jonathan Cryer and Supergirl still popping up in that series. Because you don't need her series. If you have Superman, she could be a sub-character on that shit. And keep Martian Man and do all the shit he's doing with Supergirl. But focus his shit on Superman and have him just do shit for the DOC or DOJ when he needs to. I think that would be the best bet for him. So the CW could bring in other types of series and shit too. And maybe we could actually get this Constantine. A new Constantine series after that. That would be Matt Ryan. Oh, it's it's no they have they Oh man, and it just be honest. They have choices, but it has like to we be. say, it has if, to be. if they were smart, it has they to would be. do it, just give us that shit back. Because they gonna lose supernatural. Cause old buddy about to be the new um Walker Walk Texas Ranger, Ranger, which Loki I wanna watch. And then Jensen Apples is going over to the boys. Boys, exactly. So they gonna need that supernatural ram that's darker than mm-hmm. the legacy. So Constantine. Do all the same shit. Then you can bring Swap Thing back. Through Constantine, but I'm not trying to sit here and do everything for them. Aren't they trying to do a Justice League Dark too? Movie. Get, is it a movie? Guillermo del Toro's been trying to get it off the ground, but now they're saying they might get adapted, adapted into an HBO Max series, just like the Ben Affleck Batman and all that other thing. But most of this is a speculations and things being thrown at the dartboard right now. But Throw it at the wall. See what's Throw it at the wall. See what's it like spaghetti before it's done. So moving on to music before we get to Yo, we kicking out. YWDCA13 is out. It's official. There's music on the playlist. And one of the songs on there is My Boy Joe's. One of his favorite country duos got a new hit single Don't out. You about. Say, Don't you Yeah. Them good old boys. Don't even. That Florida Georgia line got that new song called New Truck. Gross. And guess what? I made Ross listen to it. He mm. was mad. We- I'm not mad. It's just speak your truth. Gross. The niggas speak your truth, King. After the fir- after the first song, after the first <laughs> verse in the track, in the first chorus, I'm like, I know where this shit going. The chorus hit, the beat hit, but do I really want to listen to three more verses? And it's just these nope. two niggas. Nope. They ain't a feature. Mm. Just cause, mm-hmm. just cause this nigga Kelsey threatened to listen to the whole damn song on TV, even I though. Threat. Even though some other hey, shit was I on there, I was just top. like, man, fuck. Sometimes you gotta sick them on. 
So yeah, I was just there. <laughs> Bullshit. You, you I mean, it's a cool box. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, it's my country. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to listen to that. Yeah, you do. I mean, yeah. it was. It's all right, but no, the thing I is, do. I told. It's a. It's. it's <laughs> the one thing I will say, Georgia Florida line has. Right and just an FYI, I was drunk at high at the time, and I didn't give a fuck what was going on. Yeah. They have. They have the good melodies. It's just. I don't like hearing their storytelling because it's that same monotone storytelling. And like I don't a, care about what you do in the Walmart parking lot. And like I, 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 I like did a, not once. And like shit. I told Ross, well, I'm telling y'all now. One of the reasons I feel Joe low key don't like him because he low key wish he was out there living that good old life, sunshine, beer with your buddies, with your best gal on a brand new truck. <laughs> so, that, so that don't sound appealing. Having beers with your boys in a brand new truck. In the summertime. That sounds reckless. <laughs> having fun with your friends, drinking beer, and your brand new truck. That's reckless. Just having a good old time. Well, not saying you're drinking and driving. I'm saying you were there with your buddies. You're saying in the truck with your boys drinking beer. That is not driving. Cool. We could be in the truck. We could be getting ready to do some shit. Reckless. We're not 16 years old anymore. We don't we need ain't. that. <laughs> but you kind of want to. Yeah. Not, not to that track. Not, and, not and, with those vocals. And make millions of dollars while doing it. Yeah. Yeah. People are stupid though. Yeah, <laughs> I know you do. It's all cool. You don't have to do the dip shit, but nah, you cool though. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't, don't want to do, do that. Unless it's freak nasty dip with a shoulder though. I would. I, I, I would love to sit around and drink beer on a tailgate somewhere. That'd be that'd be cool. In your brand new truck. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but see, all right. That's all I, I don't. I don't want to listen. We're gonna to edit Georgia that shit line. up. Joe funny admits he wants to be like Georgia Florida Line. No, don't. No, <laughs> nah, we ain't that. That's a that's a deep fake. We we ain't that advanced yet. No, oh, I could make it. Oh, I know, I I know you could. Please don't. <laughs> and, and other music on this playlist is um, Channel Forty Three by Dead Mouse, Vise by Zane from One D, aka One Direction. Um, about talk about love by Zara Larson featuring the boy Young Thugger. Yes, yeah, he back out here in these streets. Got another dope ass feature, and again another song for the boy Bit Laska. It's gonna be R O D stand for Ride or Die off of his album. If you listen to last week's podcast, he was on that. He's gonna be this song will be featured on this um at the end of this episode. But yeah. So with that being said, we're moving on to. Oh, I don't know. I do have a new. Uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Well, there is two songs, but I can't remember. All the right, we. But. Uh, fuck, oh, shit. Damn it, Kelsey uh, No, you, I was gonna talk so you, I gave you time to remember what two oh, songs because I want to talk about ja- Jasmine Sullivan's new EP yeah, she put out. Uh, Host hotels, whole spelled like the French Creole way, and it's a uh, EP about songs about women being sexual creatures that they are, and also the interludes by um, different women talking about their experiences. And it's a dope project. You should definitely check it out. I just need to figure out which songs off of that I'm going to put on the playlist. But yeah, but when she talking about sitting on the D and spitting all that shit until you can't handle it no more, girl, keep on keeping on. And now her and Issa Rae are going to team up to give us a visual album based on the EP with two or three extra songs. And yeah, if you haven't heard it, make sure you check that shit out. Because she has one track talking about how she fell in love with a girl that was a best friend, but then she fucked around with her ex, and now that shit hurts her, everything she talked about it. And it's just different hearing a woman talk about things that men do, because men, like, we get that, why did you do it? I'm like, oh, no, I just did it. And she's like, I don't know why I had sex with my girl that I love ex. That shit just happened. So, yeah, we all human. And 
Disregard when I said two. I got, what, four? One extra info. But uh, for for y'all Disney Channel folks, Allie and AJ fans, last, well, technically it won't be in the new year, but last December, like the last week of December, Allie and AJ re-released the breakup song in their explicit version because now I guess they own the masters, so... They, they just say the cut. cut. They said fucking and, and dick and all that shit. other good shit. But Ass. past that, uh, we have. I'm not sure if Kelsey put all these four on the on the playlist, but there's the Hurt Business by uh, by Westside Gunner featuring Smoke Dizzy. I literally named every song and nobody didn't put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's also uh, Mazza from Slow Top featuring ASAP Rocky. Oh, I didn't put that on there because I didn't like it, but you like it. Oh, I, I like it. No, no, I know you like it. I put uh, that on there. That's the only reason I didn't. Get Out Demo by Asher Roth. And, uh, oh, yeah, he dropped that like, one. Like, yeah. college? Co- yeah, yeah, he, he independent now. Wow. Yeah, he independent and he he still smoke. He still talking about oh. the smoke shit, but he more he more in the earth and, and other things. It's still Asher, but. Earth and other things. Yeah, you know. His bars are still the same. They still there. Uh, but yet also, Mike Jones is back in the rap Ooh. game. Mike Jones. Who? Why? Because another Texas artist by the name of T.T. Loki asked Mike Jones to drop on her track back then. Yes, nigga. Go listen to it. Alright. <laughs> now she think they all on her twerking and popping that. Oh no, it's way better than that. <laughs> she said she think she said now she can work at the pink. She, said, she said none of these bitches is on her and none, all these niggas on her. Word. <laughs> it hit. But yeah. Those are my four new songs that I listened over the week outside of not listening to Man on the Moon Part 3 for the on team time. Yo, low-key, I was going to listen to that shit to go to sleep, but I was going to bounce back to that Taylor Swift folklore, but then I was like, nah, let me finish listening to Jasmine Sal- Sullivan, but at the same time, she talking about fucking, I'm trying to go to sleep and not reopen up my <laughs> OnlyFans, so let me just try to go to sleep and not think about dying. With that being said, <laughs> we're going to get to Yo, We Geeking Out. And today we're going to geek out about Karate Kid. Uno, dos, and tres. Yes, we're talking about the original first three Karate Kids uh, because I just watched these movies um, over the last uh, week. And this is one of those things I was hesitant about because I didn't feel the need to because... Just being in the pop culture, I get it. Crane Kid, Miss Miyagi, Wet Song, Wet Soft, all that jazz. But with Cobra Kai, with Cobra Kai's continued popularity popularity rising, I knew I was going to fuck with it one day. So I was like, all right, let me go back from the beginning and learn all I can. So when I do start watching Cobra Kai, I can get all the Easter eggs fresh and I can be immersed into this universe. He's going to be so glad when you watch Cobra Kai. We start off, I just want to ask each person, how do you rate the three movies? Two uh, number one. I'll go, I'll go with Daniel first. Two, one, three. Two, one, three. Ross. Two, one, three, baby. Two, one, three. Guess what? Same here. And yes, two exactly. Two the greatest. Like, two did what sequels always should do. Be better. Be exactly. And two, what was so great about two is like, Oh, guess what? We're gonna. I think two was probably the first time in my movie history where it's like, 
oh, we're really following on up from what happened from one. And we're technically just like, oh, same story, but yet a little bit better because we're giving you a whole extra backstory added on to a small backstory that they, y'all gave us for Mr. Miyagi. I'm just like, we didn't ask for it, but thank you. Two also uh, avoided the Back to the Future cliche, where it's the exact same thing in a different setting. But, Instead, it's like this is the logical next step for Daniel and Miyagi. But and technically, it was the exact same thing. But the thing was, it was worked way better than what it was for Back to the Future because technically, two was literally two was literally the same thing, but technically with a few ambiance that were well, different. Well, there were similar aspects, aspects to two. Yeah. Besides one, but the similarities have to be there to make it part of the part universe. Of the universe. The sequel. And the thing, too, I learned about watching all three. This shit should have not been called Karate Kid. It should have been called Mr. Mira- Mr. Mr. Miyagi and the White Boy. Because that's what this <laughs> all this shit was. Was Mr. Miyagi teaching this white boy. Because part two was Mr. Miyagi's movie featuring Daniel-san. Because that was, it was- the bad story. Lord Jesus it was emotional. Karate Kid Part 2 <laughs> shouldn't have been called Karate Kid Part 2. It should have been Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi's Origin. Or Mr. Miyagi, but, he back. Fucking <laughs> even look at the way Community used Chang in that play. When Miyagi's talking about his wife dying and the baby dying, remember that? Season 6. See, I, I low-key don't like watching Season 6 because I know it's the finale. Well, season <laughs> I always stop at 5. Season 6 is where uh, Jason Manzukis's character... It, Andy thinks she's the you know star of the play because she's playing Daniel's son. Oh and, yeah, and then he kept on telling like Mr. Miyagi, yeah, because he makes more sense now, don't it? Yeah, because he makes more sense now, don't it? I always stop on season six of the community right after they have that episode when they start running when they start running the bar and uh, Frankie come in. I always end because I don't like seeing that shit. Well, Cause he is. Why? Because it's the last time you hear the uh, old raps do song. Because, uh, because it's the it end, brings period. back. But also, Manzukis in that scene, he's like, he's like Annie. Daniel is not the main the main character. character. It's, it's Mr. Miyagi's story. Featuring the white. Because <laughs> but- in America, you gotta bring them in some way through somebody that they can identify with. And that's why I was saying after watching, like, yo, Mr. Miyagi is the star of this movie. That's why I'm glad. I finally watched it because I had my own interpretations that I thought it was going to go a certain way. Even with Johnny from Cobra Kai, the kid Johnny, I was like, oh, he's a typical 80 asshole, typical eight alpha male. No, he's just a teenager doing something that he was not that he was good at, but he was forced into being a dick. Even though you rewatch the first one, he really didn't want to do too much of that to a degree. He's like, yeah, we're going to fuck with him, but watching I don't want to do all that. Watching the first one, he, he literally says, I'm not going to be a delinquent this senior year. I'm going to be a good kid and get into college. And it's just one small vision seeing his ex-girlfriend. What's and, a new dude? And literally, his homeboy's like... Hormone. Elizabeth Shue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who's his, getting home lemon all that titty milk. His homeboy's like, yo, they bro- milkshake bring all the super. They broke up. Literally, the greatest catchphrase is they broke up. Yeah. No, she broke up with him. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and then he gets yellow. You know what that reminds me too of? 
Welcome to the OC, bitch. Whoever <laughs> wrote that first episode of OC was like, oh, Karate Kid movie. Ryan is Daniel's son. And oh, that motherfucking Luke is a nigga Johnny. The parallels are staggering. I know. The more I think about it, I'm like, yo. But I'm glad I watched this shit as an adult now then versus a kid. Just because now I can sit back and look at it in its entirety. Because even just watching it, like each movie gives you a recap of the movie before. And I'm like... What the fuck are they doing? Is they training like an anime episode where the start of each episode you tell me what just happened? Oh, it was the eighties. People weren't trained to just know a sequel. People a weren't sequel. trained they to remember. A they had to re themselves with the main story. It was of the back plot. in that time period where people did rewatch the movie before just in case they just went yeah. back. So like they're like, all right, we gotta give you the best moments so y'all can re re remember. And, and then just be like, you, you went to VHS. Is, like, is they try? They went to Blockbuster to try to rent Karate Kid One before Karate Kid Two came out. And like, you know that should be. A lot of people didn't have VCRs because VCRs was like the hot thing when this shit was coming out. So everybody was and in previ- uh, privy to having that technology. That is yeah, true. So it's like, yo, that shit really happened. But one of my favorite moments for Karate Kid One. Was after the fucking homecoming shit. After Johnny sprayed the weed, the water on that nigga. Oh, at the Halloween party. When Daniel sprayed the weed. When Daniel poured water the water holes. on Johnny, ruining up the weed in the bathroom. Oh, he ruined the floor joint. Now thought- it makes more sense because they went outside and he was beating him by the gate. And before Mr. Miyagi came in, that motherfucker Johnny powered up that Ken Power Luke Kane kick and went, wow, flying to the fucking fence. And Daniel, and and Mr. Miyagi just happened to push Daniel out of the way, but that nigga Johnny broke the sign. So I'm like, yo, if that motherfucker would have connected, he would have snapped that kid neck. He would, we would have been no Cobra Kai. That nigga would have been in prison. He was about to kill him for making his weed and, wet and taking his bitch. Hey, Kelsey, you ready for this part? <laughs> and Mr. Miyagi smooth ninja jumped over the fence. He's like, Crocodile Tiger, he can drag And Kelsey, like, you ready for this funny <laughs> part? You ready for this funny tablet? They chased him all the way to the whole apartment. Complex. So they chased him from heights from the school all the way to LaRusso's apartment complex. And then Mr. We cost a lot of money in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. But first off, they about to get hot. Only the only in the eighties when you California can smoke soil. weed in the bathroom and ain't nobody gonna get caught at a fucking school party. Cause the teacher was high on coke. Well I was gonna say they, they can't show kids doing coke like it's super dumb. Like it's supernova, or like it's the '90s or the 2000s when you can show everything on camera. But and plus, it's not euphoria. Even That's more great moment. Euphoria. This lets you Shit. know how bullshit schools were. This nigga Larusso found a hose, found a inside the school, found a plastic hydrant. hydrant to plug like it into fire department, and issue. then just turned it on, and then was out. That Oops, seems like, like poor city planning. It was. Oh, no, it was. It was in Reno. Reno. It was a Fresno. Ooh. That's Fre- Fresno? That's was, was it Fresno? Wait, I don't I mean, remember where they were living. San Francisco? No, no. No. no, no. Because I no, know. No, 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 no. It's in C- no, Encino. In Encino Valley? Yeah, was it in Encino? Probably. I yeah, think like they were in Encino. It was in one of those. But anyway, that shit happened. I'm sitting there like, yo. This movie's all right. All right. The mama just moved your ass out because she got a job. Then the second movie, she's like, I got a new job. And then it's Her like, promotion got her to Fresno. Yeah, de- yeah. the second one, she got to Fresno. And then technically, like, I just realized the only reason why they moved out there is because his dad died. No, and she got a new And she job. got a new, better job. Exactly. So they moved all the way across from 
Jersey all the way to Cali. Jersey, the armpit of America. Which makes sense and when you think about David. What's Jersey. even more great is after and low key, the only reason why he started becoming friends with Mr. Miyagi is because why? He sneaks out in the middle of the night, rides his bike, and what happens? Cobra Kai on a motorcycle, on a dirt bikes. See this nigga riding bikes. After the second time they done beat this nigga up. Why? First time they beat him up, you know, like we already said, LaRusso talking to Ali. But the second time they end up having a nice little old fight conversation... This nigga ends up, they's like, yo, this nigga ain't gonna be on the soccer team. Let's let's fuck it up. Alright, speaking of that moment, <laughs> he gets kicked off of the soccer team trials for defending himself because one of the Cobra Kai motherfuckers kicked Kept uh, tripping him. Sweet them, sweet the leg, pretense, um, foreshadowing, and he was like, yo, he hit me first. I don't care. You shouldn't punch them even though he swiped you. Like, that's, like, uh, you can be bullied. Don't you ever fuck. Don't hit him back. Be a, be a stand-up guy. Be the better So person. these niggas push him down the hill. Fuck up his bike. Mr. Miyagi no. nice enough to just fix his no, bike. No, no, no. Daniel went, took that bike, threw it in the trash can. I was like, I hate this bike. No, the bike didn't do nothing but be a bike. You hate the fact that these boys are fucking you up. Because <laughs> you ain't got YMCA karate skills. But <laughs> moving on. But with that being said, it's just like... Uh-huh. Yo, like, that movie was, it, it was so many little surprises. I was saying, like, oh, then Danny got the drip, he got the car, he went to talk to the girl at the arcade, the arcade was popping. But then you had um Elizabeth Shoe? Yeah, Homegirl's like, oh, oh, why you worry about her? Like, uh, uh, uh. now you want to be like, bitch, I'm trying to talk to her, not you, or the fuck? I'm like, get away from Batman. I'm trying to be Batman. I'm trying to be a good noodle. Ah, uh, this thing is. Y'all on this bullshit. Daniel was dealing with everything as a 17 year old turning into 18. And that's the thing, too. Like, <laughs> a lot of shit was going on. But then. His pet. Ali's parents don't like him because he's from Resno. Oh, he where from are he the, from? The he's from the poor part he's of the. He's from Chino. He's from Chino. Like, he's from the poor Atlas. part. He's from Chino. Didn't the drive so low. So low key, coming. his mama was taking him out on a date. Chino. He had the original Fist of Cuffs song, Fist Be Gone song. Greatest thing ever. After they date, Johnny and them in the whole car was like, yo, come chill for us. Yeah, your little dude could come unless his mom got to, unless he got to go home to with his mommy. Yo, these niggas was ruthless Bro, on the movie, too. And then you too. had the scene, too, in the movies. Yeah, then you had a part, two in the movie, the first one with Mr. Miyagi. You know, he was drunk off that. I'm not going to say sake. Oh, he, you know, he had that bourbon. He lit lit. And then you get his backstory about him being on the armed services. His wife dying with the kid and all this. And Johnny just puts him to bed. And again, not just, that's why he broke chain, that chain down. To be so good that he could cry during that scene. And not just in, not just that his wife died. His wife was in a Japanese internment camp and in his Hawaii. Wife died while birth he to was his fighting child. the Vietnam War and giving birth. And then they sent him a message saying his wife died during birth. So he's not just getting drunk on a random day. He's getting drunk on the day of his son's birth slash death of his wife slash double death of his wife and his child. Yeah, so that's like Crazy. a dark anniversary. That reminds me of this comic I just read, wrote, uh, read called uh, Still Water when they have a happy death day, but that's neither here nor there. Then fast forward, fast forward into Karate Kid 2 where they go to Japan because Mr. Miyagi had to go there 
and finish up. Right. No, take care of take care of some family business because his father all, was dying. Yeah, family business. That's what I just said. And they go over there. Then this turn this whole franchise upside the fuck down Be- because you come to find out before Mr. Miyagi got married, he had a whole shorty. He had a whole best friend. That was gonna learn karate from his daddy. That his daddy saw as the best pupil, and Mr. Miyagi was like, "Nah, you want my girl? You can have her. Ain't about this life. I'm a dip." Mr. Miyagi, his boy best friend, has been upset with him since he left. All this beef, they come back to all this shit, and Johnny's like, "I'll go with you because my mama don't give a fuck because she's in Fresno with a new job and getting new dick. So I'm in Japan for the summer." Is and then what's even more great is the pure fact is it starts off with him coming to prom is like man me and Nelly just broke up. Allie. She that's what I said. I know you thought you heard Natalie, but he said Allie. Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brainwaves, baby. Mm-hmm. It works three ways. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, he she he's mad at the fact that she might have feelings for. Her. Some what, uh, old friend that's currently yeah, that's really not the whole purpose, but, but yeah, what it yeah. got <laughs> friend that's in you that's yeah. already going to the college she at. But Mr. Miyagi gets the letter saying that his dad having heart problems, it's from his ex love. He ends up telling Danny's like, Yo, this my ex love, but the reason why she can't be my ex love is because she was stove to my best friend. Who learned karate from me and my dad? He challenged me to a battle to the death, and whole acne kind. And instead of uh, instead of me having this battle with him, I just dip. Yes. Come back into town. Homeboy gives them a full ride just so he could be in front of him. Is like, yo, I'm gonna kill you before you get off this island. Believe that, but I'm gonna let you go see your daddy. Yo, and the thing too. <laughs> The start of Karate Kid 2, go back and give you the last, like, couple minutes of the first one. Then we get what happened afterwards, where <laughs> Cobra Kai is literally getting beat up by their master, whose name is also John, John Crease, or Keys. Crease. Crease, and this nigga, Crease, is smacking he white cho- boys. He's choking Johnny, right. punching, and then the thing is, he beats up his other two pupils, which is Johnny's with best strong, friends. With a strong pimp hand, too. Backslaps both of them. Pop, pop. Then goes. I didn't to, like him, but I was like, damn. Then Mr. Miyagi goes children. up to him and is like, yo, like you shouldn't friends. be doing this. He said, fuck you, old man. Goes to try to fight him. Mr. Miyagi dodges two punches. John Kreese busts two glass windows, bloody hands and all. Mr. Miyagi is always telling Danielson karate is about defense, and that will be showing to him in person. Use their momentum he, against him. He then poses this nigga and says, and then like literally has like this whole strike like he's about to kill this man. Does it, but then stops, honks his nose. <laughs> Everybody outside of the whole valley, adults and everything, sees this happening. And then that's all we get at that moment. But think about that kind of big dick swinging energy. Big dick swinging like, energy. If you had a big one, you wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Yo, and then that shit happened. Then you go to Japan, and there's a whole bunch of Japanese shit going on with his family shit. And like I said, it's mostly Mr. Miyagi's background, origin story. Daniel, fall, of course, he fell in love with an Asian girl there. He had oh, not just, hold up. Not just any Asian girl, guys. Realize, 
It's the niece to Mr. Miyagi's first love. first love that he left this island from. And he thought she married, or he thought he she got married to his best friend. But she's like, nah, I ain't getting married. And she, he was like, I why not? You. She was like, yo, I was like, what? You didn't tell me? Holy so lucky you come to find out. I've been in America thinking about, I can't go back all this because you finally married or nothing. She's like, nah, I ain't do that. But she, she waited till his daddy was sick. All this time, she's like, I was been thinking about you. I want to talk to you, but I had to do what I respect for him and you. But even more crazier Damn. is Mr. Miyagi thought he dipped from everything. Only for the real reason we know that he got this letter about his dad dying is because of her. And she said she been knew where this nigga lived at. Exactly. So never told this nigga once. And so his best friend pissed off at the fact that he never battled him. Now, on top of that, he never got married to his arranged marriage because his best friend ends up having to confess his love to the whole town about they shorty that he arranged to. And I got something. Great. Yeah, and the thing, too, about that shit is, like, all this is going on. Daniel's son is still trying to figure out who he is as a person. Oh. And then he learns about the backstory, but also he once again he has to deal with an adversary, his quote unquote old age, and it gets to a point too where they got a fight. Oh, and then, ta- are you talking about the the fight to the death? It's oh yeah, we're talking yeah. about Soto uh, Soto, aka like, uh, Mr. Miyagi's best friend's number one pupil. We AKA. get to that shit and like yo, and Daniel's low key like I don't want to fight. He's like no, you got to. And then. The pupil snap because even uh, Mr. Miyagi's best friend is like, yeah, this is a little overboard. But he's like, nah, this is all I knew. I got to fight. And then, all right, I'm not going to say I love this shit about it because we about to move on to the third one real quick before we get out of here. But it lets me know this shit was, took place in the 80s because they have no problem smacking the bitch in these movies. As soon as a girl much. roll up in this shit, they are getting knocked the fuck out. We ain't no time for shit. There's a backhand. This is romance shit. There is a backhand coming to you. I will punch you in your mouth. You. I will kick you in your gut. Know your place. That's like, that's the 80s. This day and age, they would be like, ah, why I oughta? Or something else will happen, but nah, I'm going to knock you, you out. Cancel. You are getting because back. You, know you are spinning on the ground. They do not ground. discriminate. If you want to fight, we can fight. If we don't, stay up. Fuck away from us. Go and give you a man. If you enter into this aura of anger, you are getting hit in this aura of anger. And then moving on to Karate Kid 3, it was like, I just watched that shit today. Uh, And And my biggest takeaway is this motherfucker, Terry Silver, had to be the prototype design for Tommy Oliver from the Power Rangers. (laughs) His name is Terry Silver, Tommy Oliver. Do what you want with it. And look at the no, head. They slip back ponytail. They were all There's the more things to y'all. And he was low-key a villain. The one thing that made Terry and Tommy so great is there's one scene where you literally see Terry wearing a green jacket, sleeves rolled up, pants tied up, the Tommy slick back, white shirt underneath the green shirt. Just like Tommy would on a regular basis. And I'm just sitting here when Kelsey's like, oh, they this the Green Ranger's daddy. I was like, it's oh, they really time. did model yeah, Tommy right. after Terry. But over he was the main villain of this shit over a karate tournament. Cause they take Cobra Kai to another level. It's not just one localized dojo or gym. It's a conglomerate. It's, it's a company. It's an organization. Yeah, it's a chain. It's a you come yeah. to find this out. What makes part Three so great is after part two, 
it's technically takes after part three, but yet it fills in some of the blanks because it's re-flashbacks from the end, the beginning of part two, because we now have to find out John Kreese has no money to run Cobra Kai because due to his actions in front of the All-Valley Tournament, nobody wants to fuck with him no more. Yeah, they go so Cobra Kai under. goes under, and the thing is, he calls Terry Silver, though his best friend, his his homeboy that he did in the Army, that he saved his life. So due to the fact he's the reason that bought Cobra Kai and created Cobra Kai and gave ownership to, to uh, John, he ends up proclaiming like, John, go to Hawaii, take this break. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a take the revenge for you. So literally, while he drops off John, Mr. Miyagi and uh, and Danny Larusso are coming right back into town. Yeah, and the thing too, like that motherfucking John Kreese went to Hawaii, get massaged by Hawaiian women. He come back with no muscle mass. Like they sucked all the creatine out of that boy body. He had no protein left. He had no muscles at all. And the thing too about Karate Kid Three is like Daniel had to relearn. Like just because you see a different way of doing things doesn't mean it's the best way. And also conveniently, they figured out a way to write out his mom once again because this time she had to take care of a sick uncle. So basically, no, it was a sick uncle. It It was. a sick member that worked at that lived at the apartment complex no, still in Fresno because of the asparagus outbreak. Uncle, That's why cousin, they didn't... whatever. She wasn't there because she had to take care of somebody else that was not her child. Why is she taking care of another grown man that didn't have any family members? That's in the script. But she took care of this person, this whole movie, instead of her son. And he had to live with this. Because Mr. Miyagi is the Asian maid. The Asian nanny. It, no, not well, even that. Mr. Well, Miyagi was... Mr. Miyagi became his best friend slash father film, figure. It's just really convenient. Like, oh, you need to stay with him again and learn karate? How do we write the mom out? Instead of her getting a whole new job, she had to take care of somebody's sick. And with that being said, we're going to wrap out Yo, We Gigging Out. And before we get out here, we're going to, of course, do Yo, Check It Out. So I just want everybody to recommend a movie or a TV series, anime, comic book that you would recommend for anybody as a fan of The Karate Kid. Daniel, I'm going to start with you. Tai Chi Zero. Uh, Mm. I mean, I've recommended this one before, but it's Scott Pilgrim meets uh, Tai Chi Warriors, and it's very anime-esque. It's very, like, over the top at times, but it's fantastic. Word. Joe. Um... I don't have any recommendations right now. I'm going to do one for Joe. Enter the Badlands. Ooh, Ooh yeah, no, that's so much, you yeah. little meanie. Yeah, no, now that, that was like Taji Boys. Taji oh, Warriors. Taji Zeros. No, that, that was a great one. one. Of them Fant- fantastic. Word. Oh, because Sonny is like, yeah. My, all right, word. What about you, Ross? What'd you recommend to people check out? Uh, I'm going to go with my favorite Three Ninjas movie, which will be two. Knuckle up. Knuckle. Or kick back. Oh, shit. Which one was with the Indians? Oh, damn. The indigenous. The indigenous. You mean the Native Americans? I thought we couldn't say Natives. Indigenous people. All right. Actually, damn. I just realized I don't know which one is my favorite. If it is two or three. 
If it's Japan or you know what? No, nope, it's gonna be two. So I'm gonna go with now, saving when, the environment. No, that was when, when they went to Japan. No, three was when they went to Japan. Kick back or knuckle up? I think it was kick back. Three well, was yeah, when no, they went kick, to Japan. Kick, kick back sounds more like a sequel title. Three is when they went to Japan. Hold up, let's double check. It does not it matter. matter. It doesn't matter. But I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> the second one. Whichever one they did the environmental stu- uh, stuff at in fighting the in the junkyard. Let's kick, let's kick and for like me, that. for all those people out there that's watched Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3, if you have not watched this movie, we did a whole podcast about this movie, and it's no other than The Last Dragon with the boy uh, Bruce, Le- Bruce Leroy and Shonuff. Bruce Leroy? Bruce Leroy, Shonuff. If you don't know where it's at, it's on here. And yeah. And with that being said, this has been another episode of... Yo, Yo, where the captions at? I just want to say thank you to everybody that's listening. Thank you to Joe. Thank you to Daniel for being on this episode. And yeah, before we get out of here, we will leave you with another song from Bit Laska, like I said before, R-O-D. So make sure you listen to that as well and support. Find his music on Spotify, especially on our playlist. You can also find it anywhere else you listen to music. And with that being said, remember guys, be one or be nothing. Oh, and it's knuckle up and knuckle up is the third one. You right, Joseph. That was right. Damn, I thought kickback was Japan. And I'm yours, Shirley Roscoe Tinkoya. Live life and uh, be misknown, y'all. Damn, play that shit. For them don't work for me There's too many philosophies I'm Lazarus, not Socrates But little did I know Some will help me grow You reap just what you sow Unless the ground is not fertile Waiting patiently, not aimlessly I know just when to go No green lights, but occasionally I'm told by E4O Will I ever stop? Probably not You miss all the baskets By not taking a shot I'm so high Cause I believe that I can fly I'm so high I'm so high Cause I believe that I can fly I'm so high Uh-huh Do you know why The cage bird sings Cause it's standing on 
A grateful of dreams And I wonder do we all Really know what it means Or are we stuck In the same routine That's why we rage Against the machine Cause we know the plot Of the tyrant schemes On the front lines Don't hide behind me Solo dolo I wish I had a team with the fakery up and close down the bakery so the snakery can get you wet up cause they wanna take from me the judas in the mist didn't show me love only could sneak this cause the blessings from above so it's sad to see the close ones turn enemies and strangers i do shit out of love and some won't even thank you thankful for the ones who stayed and stuck around and believe i could fly cause now i'm off the ground i'm so high Cause I believe that I can fly I'm so high I'm so high Cause I believe that I can fly I'm so high